Litcast Slovakia, the podcast about Slovak literature in English. Welcome to Litcast Slovakia number 14. My name is Julia Sherwood and my guest today is the Translation Studies scholar Ludmila Panisova. Ludmila Panisova studied translation and interpreting at the Department of Translation Studies at the Constantine the Philosopher University in Nitra, Slovakia, where she gained her PhD and now works as assistant professor. She lectures and leads seminars in English and Slovak linguistics and non-literary translation, as well as being active as a translator herself. Her numerous publications include the monograph Slovak Literature in English Translation, Past and Present, which was published in 2014. Hello, Ludmila. A warm welcome to Litka Slovakia. Thank you very much, Julia, and warm greetings to you. Thank you. Uh, you, so you teach in Nitra at the department which builds on the work of uh, Professor Anton Popovic, a seminal figure in translation studies. So I would like to know whether you still largely follow his teachings and to what extent do you reflect new developments in translation studies? In our department, all the time we try to maintain the balance between tradition and new trends in translation studies because we believe it's important to know the history, tradition of Nitra school of translation but on the other hand we try to reflect all the news in this field of study and I believe we are successful in this since we are the only department of translation studies in Slovakia that was awarded the International Quality Certificate by the European Masters in Translation Network and we joined the network of European universities with the highest quality translation studies programs. And uh, so I understand uh, that the courses at your department include both practical training in translating and interpreting as well as theory. But uh, many fine translators have never studied translation theory how useful do you think it is to have a theoretical grounding for actual translating practice? I agree with you that there are some fine translators who have never studied translation theory, as well as there are some fine teachers who have never studied teaching theory, or there can be some fine IT experts who have never studied IT theory. Uh, in fact, I don't like treating theoretical grounding as an opposite to practical translation. I think it's better to treat it like a tool which can help you to be a better translator. So it can help you to avoid some mistakes which you may not be aware of without it. So it can help you to improve your skills. So in fact, I would not underestimate the importance of theoretical grounding. Because I think, I believe, theory and practice complement each other, like thinking and doing. Because theory is a thought, an idea about the way the world works, that allows us to predict what will happen if you do something. And practice is doing, so it's what happens when you do the thing. So in general, the better 
the theory, the better the match between your thoughts and prediction and what happens in practice. So I think when we have the university education based on its combination, uh, it can be the best way how to become a good translator. But of course, it's not the only one. So you advocate a balanced approach and uh, between theory and practice. How do you see what uh, Professor Popovich defined as the dialectic tension that develops along the axis of faithfulness and freedom? And what, for you, is the main prerequisite of a good translator? In my opinion, it's very difficult to answer the question, what is the main one? Because I believe it's a rich complex of skills that makes, makes you a good translator. And of course, all the time, it also depends on the type of text you translate. I think that the good translator should master the language, including the Maditan. I think the good translator should be also enduring, diligent, and treat the text with respect. So, for example, in a case of literary translation, the translators should be able to decipher writer's style and to be able to express the same message in translation. And it's also related to the first part of your question. Um, so, for example, in a non-literary translation, this faithfulness is more related to the use of terms, figures and formal aspects of the text being translated. And literary translation is related to translators' faithfulness to author style and message of the book. So I believe we should try to be faithful as much as possible. But on the other hand, this faithfulness should not interfere the reception of the translated text. In a 2019, so last year, you published a paper Crossing Borders Through Translation on the reception of, of Slovak literature in English-speaking countries. And in the introduction, you wrote that one of the areas in translation studies to which little attention has been paid is English translations of Slovak literature, as well as its American reception, as if this type of translation didn't exist at all. This area has been the main focus of your research, so I wondered what made you focus on this particular subject? Well, I started with the research in 2009 and I was inspired by recurring questions of my foreign friends whom I met when I was travelling during my university studies. Um, unfortunately, a lot of them hardly knew anything about like, cultural literature. And since I studied translation studies, I started to look for information about translation of other literature into foreign languages. And I fell in love with this topic. And uh, that's why I'm very thankful to the supervisor of my PhD thesis and the head of my department that they allowed me to to start with academic research of this topic. 
So were you the first person to study this topic uh, in, the, in an academic context? Uh, so there was one study um, uh, by Branja Hochel uh, published before 1989. So when you did your research, that was uh, quite some time later. So uh, it'd be really interesting to hear what uh, the main findings of your research were. If we could start with the quantitative side, as far as I know, the number of works by Slovak authors translated into English is quite low compared with other languages. So what do you think is the reason for that and what are the current figures approximately? Well, so the first result of my research was a monograph, Slovenska literatura v anglickom preklade, published in 2014. And uh, considering the quantitative side, so until the end of 2013, there were more than 160 English translations of Slo English translations of Slovak literature, out of which percent were published in the USA and about 24 percent in the UK. However, the situation has been constantly changing and improving. And I'm very happy for this. Um, there has been a significant increase in number of English translations over the last seven years, resulting in more than 200 translations. More than 200 altogether or altogether. over the past seven years? Altogether, right. Altogether. Right. Uh, considering the translations of Slovak literature into foreign languages, uh, it's very difficult to talk about total numbers because we really miss the systematic records of translations and it requires a long time research. So that was the reason why, for example, I tried to create the list of English translations of Slovak literature since 1831 uh, when I found the what was the date when I found the first record of English translation of Slovak literature. But uh, before 1989, the translations of Slovak literature into the Czech, Hungarian, Bulgarian, Russian and other former Soviet countries prevailed. And still today, the numbers of translations into Czech, Hungarian, Bulgarian are very high, but gradually the situation has been changing and there is an increase in favour of languages of Western countries, including English, German and French. Hmm. So basically mirroring the political changes yes. in the world. Yes. yes. So thank you for that. But uh, maybe even more important than statistics is the question of whether these uh, translations actually reach the readers and critics and how they are received by them. So what have you found in your research about this? And are you aware of any books by Slovak authors that have made a special impact? Yes, you're right. There have been some positive reactions of critics to, for example, Peter Petrov's translation of Pishanek's books, Rivers of Babylon, your translation of Sam Kotala's symmetry book, as well as John Minhain's translations of Bloody Sonnets by Vyazdoslav. So, 
The situation has improved in recent years, but Slovak literature is still a long way of being known and recognized in the English-speaking world. What do you think could be done to change this in terms of both numbers of translations and their impact? I think uh, it's necessary to continue in publishing and promoting English translations of Slovak literature as well as to increase awareness of foreign readers about Slovak literature. But also it's important to inform Slovak writers and English translators about possibilities of publishing Slovak literature abroad. And of course it's important to support funding of translations, their publication, promotion as well as distribution. And we need a good quality of translation. Yes, and we need more translators, I think, because <laughs> there's still not, not very many of us out here. Now we, very few people have a better overview than you do of uh, what's uh, been published in English translation. And you have probably identified some gaps so do you think there are any authors or specific works of Slovak literature you think should be translated into English to, say, complete the canon? There are very few translations of authors writing between two world wars and after the Second World War, including Schwantner, Bednar, Karvas, Dominik Tatarka. Uh, considering contemporary Slovak literature, I think a lot of great work has been done. But still, we miss translations of the authors belonging to all the generation of modern Slovak literature, including Rudolf Sloboda, Dusan Mitana. And I think that maybe we can try to extend the author in terms of genres and readers. I mean, for example, there are fine Slovak detective stories set in specific Slovak environment featuring many interesting aspects of our recent history, as well as there are many good and funny books for children and young adults. And now a slightly different take on my previous question. Are there any books that you think might speak to English language readers and that have a chance of leaving a lasting impression on the Anglophone book market? I believe that reading literature is very personal and individual then, and it's very difficult to say the name of one author or the title one book that can leave such an impression. Uh, so that's why I think uh, it would be great if we can extend the offer to show the great uh, variety of Slovak literature so we can address more readers. Right, so greater range and variety and uh, you identified one major gap which is the uh, interwar period and the writers like uh, Schwantner or post-war immediately. So. That's definitely something to bear in mind. Thank you very much for these recommendations and thank you for finding the time and uh, coming on Litkast Slovakia. It was really great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Thank you.